Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. One of the things I want to get into is this Johnny Depp, uh, what is her name, Amber Heard? Yeah. Sorry if I don't, sorry if I'm not so great at this, but um, yeah, so they're, they're in the news and I believe that the, uh, the Queen of England has become the longest reigning monarch in England ever, which is probably pip, notable. Pip, pip, cheerio. Right, right, tally-ho. And, uh, you know, some other things. I, but right now we're coming to you live from Honduras. And, you know, I was just feeling so comfortable and safe where I am. Because when people think of Honduras, a lot of times they think of a place that's not safe. And that's certainly true in some places in Honduras, but it's certainly not true every place. Because a lot of people, when they think about the United States, think of a place that's not safe, right? They think of downtown Detroit and gunfights and Chicago and whatever it is that they might think of because they're scared of things like that. But You mean they think of Democrat cities? <laughs> well, that's, that may be what they think of, exactly. Um, but, you know, most of the United States doesn't have crime. It, not, not to speak of, not, not much crime. And it's that way in Honduras, too. It's uh, you know, very safe. But what we don't have is a bunch of people on Twitter calling for renewed lockdowns. I've been working with the Free Private Cities Foundation to see if we can create some zones of freedom around the world. We've been digging in here in Honduras during a time of uh, much turmoil around their uh, ZA laws that they passed a couple of few years ago and just repealed earlier this year. And yeah, we'll have a little bit of news to talk about regarding that this evening, I think. Um, You know, I mean, not a lot, but a little bit as far as, uh, you know, I mean... But they, the, there's different designations, and maybe Honduras will have something to offer to people who want more freedom in the future. I certainly think it's better off than most places. A lot of people think that uh, you've got to run for the hills in the United States. But, I mean, you know, when the federal government can turn on a whim and the FBI does a manhunt for people who were at a protest and... Um, Washington D.C. and he puts you on the no-fly list. Yeah, do a whole bunch of things. You never, you're never going to see a trial on this, by the way, because the way that criminal justice is run in the United States, there's no point in a fair trial. I was at a Granby Town Hall, Granby, Mass., and okay. the, I want to thank at least the town administrator and um, the other women working in the office. They understand the situation. I was trying to report other corruptions by law enforcement agencies, and unfortunately, I was not able to. And, Mark, I'm going to ask you this question. What, in your opinion, is the difference between a, an emergency police call and a non-emergency police call? And I'm saying that it was definitely, without a doubt, a non-emergency police call. Okay. Um, I would say the difference is, is that nobody's, in, nobody's life is in danger on a non-emergency call. Um, they will usually arrive without their lights blaring and that kind of thing. But thank so. you very much. You just, you, just said, you just said it. Thank you. So, yes, the police officer arrived to a non-emergency call with his sirens and lights going. And the fact is it, it wasn't, and I'm going to slow down a bit, and I'm going to say the 
chief of police was there, he was calling in a state police officer because the nature of what I was trying to report is not in his jurisdiction. So he had to call in the state police. Alex, I'm curious as to what uh, happened here with uh, Johnny Depp and uh, Amber Heard. I know that they uh, were married, and I know that there were there have been a couple of defamation suits and then a countersuit and a variety of things. All right, Free Talk Live's tabloid edition. Yeah. Well, I think that it's it, it has some relevance. I mean, people here uh, who listen to Free Talk Live, many of whom have been married, will be married, or are married. Yes, so the news that came out this week is that the jury awarded Johnny Depp $15 million in his defamation suit. Now, in, apparently in Virginia, you can only have 350000 in punitive damages. So $5 million of that was in punitive damages. So probably it'll be closer to $10 million. I'm not sure how, what the lawyers will do. They'll appeal or argue that it should also be apply in another state. We'll see about that. But I think what's striking is the amount of money at play here. Well, Johnny Depp was, uh, is basically created the Pirates of the Caribbean um, franchise, and he, got, he lost that due to this whole relationship with Amber Heard, right? Now, I'm not saying he should or shouldn't have. This guy parties hard, but he is playing a pirate. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> um, Disney has allowed him to stagger around with a bottle of rum. This is one more example of why it has become unwise for American men to get married. Now, I'm not saying it's unwise for American women. And I'm not saying that every relationship is bad and that the institution of marriage is bad or anything like that. I'm saying it's been corrupted over time by our the family court system to the point that it just doesn't make any sense anymore. So Amber Heard says that Johnny Depp hit her and everybody believed her. Then um, Johnny Depp's PR machine kicks in and now Amber Heard's a kooky crazy woman, right? Like neither, none of this is, is pretty. It's all really yucky. And I don't have an opinion. I have an opinion. I do have an opinion. These are drug addicts acting like drug addicts act. And I don't care what their relationship was like. That if you think that Hollywood people are going to be, um, you know, they're, they're going to be people you should look up to, that your kids want to grow up, that should want to grow up to be like, and a variety of things like that, you're a fool and you've fallen for this stuff. Um, but it's kind of that way. I mean, look at Instagram. All these people are trying to be famous for the sake of being famous. I don't think you should be able to call somebody a pedophile and just get away with it. What would you say to someone that argued your speech on the radio uh, caused negative consequences to our beloved law enforcement officers who are now looked in a more negative light? Yeah. Um, so, And thus they're put at risk in their very dangerous job every day. I would love an opportunity to defend the things that I say about law enforcement officers on the air. I would love it because frankly, um, you know, then we'd, then we'd find out whether or not I said something untrue. Like for instance, when I say that the federal Bureau of investigations was the largest distributor of child pornography for three weeks in March, 2015, and I know it's getting farther and farther back, but there've been other stories since then. 
that, um, you know, best I can tell, that's a true statement from the articles that I've read. Yeah, but your words may cause negative things to happen to them. So weren't Talk, you saying, saying the truth is going to cause negative things to happen? It seemed previously you were saying that if there's negative actions, then people should be held accountable. Well, I think that if somebody lies, there's uh, one part of this, you know, because if you if somebody tells the truth about you and there's negative things that happen, that's just your comeuppance. The queen. Oh, it really is tabloid night. Yeah. Um, Got Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, the queen. Yep. What's next? It's, Bono? I think it's interesting. I don't know what he does. Um, but I, I, it's notable that she has now ruled England as monarch longer than any English monarch has ever. And I think that's worth something. And I also think at 95 or something like that, it's probably time to uh, set down the, the, uh, the scepter and let, uh, let young Charles, who's older than I am, uh, step up. And see how that goes. Well, has she ruled for 70 years? That's like, that's like saying Biden's in charge of the country. Sure. Um, I understand that he, she hasn't actually ruled. In fact, she doesn't do anything. She's a tourist attraction. And this is the reason, by the way, that I am for this particular monarchy. Because they don't do anything other than create press. And people go and spend a whole bunch of money um, for London. London should, I mean, the British government should be paying their way because they are the main reason, you know, they're Stonehenge and the, uh, and, and nearly as old Queen Elizabeth. Um, and, and people want to go and see, they want to see the guy with the, the guys with the fuzzy hats, you know, walking around and goose stepping and they want to see, um, you know, where does the queen live? And, and this is, you know, notable. It seems to me that U.S. culture always wins and always loses. It wins because it co-ops the other cultures, but it also loses because it's changed by them. Well, um, if you talk about, the, say, the Roman Empire and why it continued to expand and won wars and these sorts of things, it's because when they ran up on an enemy that had a battle tactic that worked, they used it. They, um, you know, they, they adapted and moved forward. And um, that's, you know, when you're, when you're king of the hill, you can adopt some uh, portion of some other culture and then, uh, you know, then trot it out as your own and you're in good shape. But honestly, in, if, if there's such thing as a good culture, right, and one would propose that there is, if there's a good thing about a culture, then there's an, uh, a culture that has more good things than bad things. And that would be a good culture. And if therefore there would be cultures that would have bad things, right? So if we can agree that dressing your wife up in a potato sack and making her wander around a beekeeper without suit. a beekeeper suit and not uh, being seen by people uh, because you don't want her stolen away from you because you're a terrible human being. If we can say that that's a bad thing, then how is it that it gets turned around in like French culture? They don't let ladies in hijabs go to the beach. I'm thinking of the World Health Organization, but I don't think that's the right entity. What's the one in America that Fauci is been in charge of here? The CDC in Atlanta? Yeah, the CDC. But anyway, they were trying to push some stuff through uh, pencil whip it like Obama was so famous for doing. And uh, that where the CDC would basically have carte blanche and the ability to inflict martial law pretty much over epidemics. 
Well, there was just a doctor today that was testifying, and a member of the American Surgeons Association or some such thing. But and, and to make it even better, and to pull on the heartstrings of America, he was uh, one of the guys that had treated some of these kids at this school shooting here in Texas a minute ago. Hmm. Right. So they got to always n- never let a good crisis go to waste. So anyway, right. uh, th- this this guy he says. Uh, the gun problem is a health epidemic. Now, you know how these guys like to spin their webs. If they can tie these two things together down the road, yep. I, can't, I can't believe how far thinking these bastards are. I think it's important to point out that concealed carry permit holders are one-tenth as likely to commit a felony as a cop. And cops are one hundred one uh, hundredth as likely as a regular citizen. So you're talking about people who are very unlikely to commit crimes. Um, so you know, guns are obviously not things that make people uh, ravenous killers, because concealed carry permit holders are not likely to commit crimes. On the other hand, I really don't think that. Well, I guess. Um, if you want to play the game called the United States, you have to abide by the rule set. And the rule set says that um, the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It says that. And if you want to play the game, there's no infringement of the right to keep and bear arms. And that means that when a person gets out of prison, they can go stop off and take the $100 that they got uh, from prison and go buy a Saturday night special at the pawn shop on the way out presuming they're not on probation or something like that, um, which the vast majority of them are on probation or parole or something like that. But, um, you know, so this is sort of the one side or the other because there's there's kind of these people that want to take the middle of the gun debate and say, well, you know, we outlaw um, ex-cons having guns, but the same rules that apply to normal people, which is if you outlaw guns, then only outlaws have guns, apply to convicts, ex-convicts, which is if you outlaw ex-convicts having guns and only outlaw ex-convicts have guns. You know those salt mines that they have in Europe? Some parts of the... They would go mine like a mile... One mile underneath the earth, they would have the salt mines. And all those miners that have been working on those salt mines have have been uh, known never to ever catch tuberculosis. I guess back like a 100 years ago... When they're doing salt mines, the TB was kind of very prevalent. Tuberculosis. Yeah, tuberculosis was a very common disease, even up until um, when I was young. Uh, It was a big deal. Yeah, but now they have uh, vaccines for it, right? They have, uh, but what they found out was that the salt mine miners have never caught the the TB. And so they kind of caught on that the salt has something to do with purifying the air. So from what I was told is that they have, um, like, um, what are those, um, like a hospital, salt mine hospital under my underground. And so that people that have lung problems would actually stay there for like a whole month and they would cure them of their lung disease, whatever lung ailments that they have. One thing people might not know is the Bilderberg meeting started today. Oh, this is not da- this is Davos after Davos, the Davos two, the repeat. Yeah, Davos is for like the kind of cool people. Bilderberg yeah. is even more exclusive. Exclusive. 
So do they like kick some of them out and make them go away? Or is it the same? Is it mostly the same people? What is it? Well, there's fewer people. So yeah. a lot of them don't make the cut. Okay. They'll let anyone in to Davos. Okay. But I see. Bilderberg, it's invite only. <laughs> and so, where are they meeting? Uh, they're meeting in the belly of the beast, the wettest of swamps, Washington, D.C. Oh, I see. Yeah. They probably need a little help after the lockdown there. You know, all the politicians walking around. You know, I think the politicians heard the old joke about uh, how do you know if a politician's lying? His lips are moving. So they thought they'd cover up their mouths so you couldn't see their lips move. But we knew. We knew. Um, One thing that I was interesting is there has not been a Bilderberg since 2019. So for 2020 would have been the height of the pandemic. Then 2021 was the height of the hysteria. And uh, 2022, yeah, it makes sense. As far as the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp trial, um, you know, in a, I've heard you, uh, well, at least Free Talk Live talk about how in a decentralized society, your reputation is everything. So I kind of agree with you on you can't just go around accusing people and ruining their reputation because that really is everything. I mean, if you cost someone their job and their family by making a false accusation, you know, how is, how is that fair? You can damage someone's life just as much as if you, uh, you know, gave them a gunshot wound or cut off their hand you know if you can't earn money for yourself if you've you know lost all your family and friends how's that that different the emotional health is important too so yeah i have a good point on that thank you i i appreciate that i am of the opinion that you are responsible for your actions and if your actions happen to be speech and if your speech is uh incorrect damaging and an outright right lie but what if it's true and results in damage? If it's true and results in damage, then it's just the truth. But your action would have consequences still. Sure. And there's nothing wrong with those consequences. Speaking the truth should never be um, you know, stifled in any way. Drivers in Washington State don't have to stop for cops anymore. Well, I wouldn't say that far. After Washington State passed a law to constrain police officers... State drivers are refusing to pull over when asked by cops. Asked. Asked. Northwest uh, News Network recorded nearly 1,000 failure-to-yield incidents in 2022. Patrol officers have described a a sharp rise in motorists fleeing traffic stops, speeding away sometimes in stolen cars, according to one county police chief. Washington House Bill 1054, which uh, Governor Jay Inslee, Democrat, signed into law last year, has banned police from pursuing traffic violations in their cruisers unless the officer is granted permission by a supervisor or the perpetrator is suspected of being under the influence or having committed a violent offense, which, by the way, stealing a car would not fall into any of those three categories and is causing imminent danger. Or must be identified. Now, uh, I guess if somebody drives away quickly enough, they might be causing, you know, might be arguably causing imminent danger, but I don't know. Um, I don't know what or must be identified means because it would seem like a cop would say all of the people I'm trying to pull over need to be identified. But anyway, something's changed. Well, maybe if you show them your ID, then you can speed off. Yeah, wait. <laughs> That's uh, probably not going to work. Not a good idea. Something's changed. People Just are not take stopping. Take your license, throw it out the window. Here. <laughs> here you go. I'm out of here. 
So they passed some law in California where if you steal below a certain amount, then the penalties are very low and most likely you'll be released from prison soon after being arrested, I guess released from jail. So because of these easy on crime policies for thefts below a certain amount, they basically are decriminalizing theft Theft. below a certain amount. Right. And so people will just do organized raids where five, ten people run to the store at the same time, fill up some garbage bags with stuff, and then run out. And they know what they want to get. And it's making it harder and harder for the rest of us to shop because now more and more things are behind little plastic barriers to prevent this. Well, there's a store in California of one of the pharmacies, I don't remember which one, Mm -hmm. where everything is behind glass. Yeah. They just put the whole store behind glass, and then there's a video of people breaking into it still. So when you give them this, uh, so we're breaking, in a hacker world. I'm curious about that, though. The breaking into a building is not petty theft. Well, it wasn't breaking in. They were just running in, grabbing stuff. But everything's behind glass. I don't understand. Yeah, it was more like plastic glass okay. as opposed to like So the customers glass. can look at stuff, but it's just behind things. Alex, do you think of beauty when you think of Honduras? What did you think of with Honduras about Honduras before you came? Uh, there was this really cute Honduran girl back in school. Okay. Well, there's plenty of them here. I can tell you that. Um, I, I think that I think a lot of people think drug cartels and danger and grinding poverty, which I am sure is not untrue. Right. Like I haven't seen anybody said, you know, the T-shirt that says I'm a drug cartel agent uh, or whatever on it. But I'm sure that uh, some of the people we've seen work for drug cartels, but mostly they don't, um, you know, they they try to stay out of the limelight. They try to, you know. Yeah, I think it depends on your zip code, right? Yeah. Drive your boats, drive your planes. It's true anywhere in America, Um, anywhere in the United States, anywhere in Honduras that. You know, some places there's a lot more crime than others, and that's just the way it is. But what I've found since I've been here, at least in the particular place that I uh, that I am, and I'm not revealing the location at this time, is I've seen beautiful views, wonderful weather, uh, lush forests, and uh, kind people, great food, all organic, really low cost. Just some great stuff that uh, I think are, I think is wonderful, and I hope that Don't we... forget the fast internet bringing free talk live to your ears. So they put in all these protection mechanisms to give investors the confidence to invest what some have called an asshole country. <laughs> so the investors came in, right. investing in the 10 figures, I would say, 9, 10 figures, it depends on how you calculate the contributions uh, in places that normally would not have such investments from such people. I mean, obviously there's industries to be had in Honduras that are industrial and make sense to invest in, even if there's some uh, increased risk. But the people that were coming in were not traditional people that would come into Honduras. Mark himself said that it was this unique zone that brought him in. And what was even more unique about this zone was how well secured it was. Right. And that's because it was not just the law implementing these reforms. There was also a constitutional amendment that added some protections and 
uh, further uh, enshrined these reforms. However, when you repeal the law that kind of created the various bureaucracies and institutions and elements of the Zedi uh, regime, you're in this weird situation where much of what's going on is arguably illegal because there's no law. Like, how do you have duty-free customs without a law, law. that allows for duty-free customs? Or is that not just uh, smuggling? The uh, community down there, is it like just property? Is it like a gated community? I actually have something else to talk about. I'm just kind of curious. Is it an area, like five square miles? or Are you talking about our undisclosed location or just oh, okay. what? Yeah, I guess the undisclosed location. Well, I, I guess that uh, you... Uh, there is a gate. You, there, there, you know, more than one. <laughs> There's people with guns at the gate, too. Nice. Yeah. And, and then my big. real question, you guys kind of talked about the cabal earlier. Yes. This, is this, are like we this referring to gun? the cabal of the Jeffrey Epstein yeah. didn't kill himself cabal? Or the lizard yeah. people or, or Bilderberg? A little a bit of few. all of it. Okay. But um, the plant-based meat. Plant-based meats, all right. These are the things you yeah, can buy in the grocery good. store, hot dogs made out of soy, right? Yeah, and chicken, there's chicken. And um, I feel like there's an, age- an agenda behind it. Okay. I'm just, you know, I don't know. It just seems weird because if you're a true vegetarian, you love animals, you probably don't want your plants to, like, look, smell, taste like a meat. And then meat eaters probably for meat. So why, why are they pushing it so hard? And that, that's pretty much all I have, but it just seems well, strange. Vegans have a destructive mindset that if we did not con- kill and c- control and thus kill uh, certain types of animals, we wouldn't have any food to feed ourselves with at all. So some of those animals are deer. They're a pest in the Northeast. Uh, pigs, they're, it's open season on swine in Texas. Um, raccoons, rats, uh, there's all kinds of pests out there that if you don't control them, they'll just destroy any food you have. And if you're, if it's all like, well, I guess we're just going to have to put 20 foot fences so the deers can't hunt, a deer can't, uh, jump it. I mean, you know, at some point or another, the, the set of rules gets just absolutely ridiculous. Some animals were meant to be eaten. Jack? I'm in, a, I'm in Ocean Shores, and the deer walk around like zombies at this point. Right. I saw one day with glazed over gray eyes. I mean, it lived its entire life out as a deer, and they're supposed to be prey, and right. they're everywhere. Right. They're, they're walking up like fat old men to a buffet, just <laughs> yeah. helping yourself yeah, yeah. after your ornamental, uh, ornamental vegetables and your, 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 yep. your, your garden. It's you incredible. Those things here. Yeah. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.